Hello Nation, in today's Dr. Stone R&R, we're going to be introduced to a new character as well as Sunku is going to start his quest on trying to make antibiotics. And we're going to make some ramen. <sighs> Naruto references never ever cease to amaze me. Well, all that and more in this new R&R of Dr. Stone, Episode 8, Stone Road. Let the road to antibiotics begin. Continuing from the last episode, Sinku decides to make antibiotics for Ruri. Antibiotics is a medicine such as penicillin or whatever it derives from that stops the growth of microorganisms. Now, these microorganisms, when they're not stopped, become bacterial infections. Now, bacterial infections become many of the common diseases that we've all had before. Common cold, the flu, strep throat, um, sinus cold, some of these things where you can't breathe and, you know, you, you try to enjoy the things in life, but your nose is all stuffy and runny and you just can't, you know, concentrate on your anime or manga because every five seconds you're blowing your nose and missing all the good parts. Yeah, we've all been there. <laughs> so, Sinku has narrowed it down to two versions of antibiotics that they can build. One is penicillin, which we mentioned in the definition of antibiotics. Penicillin, which is more likely to fail, it has a 50-50 chance of being successful, and it needs a rare mold to even be made. Now, Sinku mentions this as a super green mold. It's like double the strength of regular blue mold. So we they would have to luck out and find this mold. And it's very hard to find. It would be like 1% chance out of like a 1,000 to find this mold. Now, the second version is a sulfa drug that can be made with iron and has a higher chance of success. But it's hard to... It's going to be hard work to make. It's going to be physically stressful. There's going to be a lot of tired days ahead of them if they want to make this work. And Kohaku and Chrome are pondering which one they want to choose, and they decide that they're going to go with the sulfa medicine. Because, yes, the penicillin may have been easier, but if it's not going to work, all that hard work will go to waste. And it's much more better to just do the sulfa drug. So Sinku draws out a roadmap explaining what they need to uh, what they need to do in order to get to the end goal being making the antibiotic. So the first step on their roadmap is acquiring iron. So now that they know where they're going, and now that they know what they need. Um, and now that they have a sort of a plan necessary to really get things going, this these this scene shows the the intelligence that Sinku has. He was able to take the leadership role, plan out a plan, show them the things they needed to do in order to get to that plan, and not only that, give them two options 
and that way they can understand that the other option is going to be less um, effective and going to take a lot more of luck to complete than the other option, the sulfa drug, um, which would give them better success. It would just take longer and be more hardworking. Um, when people are able to explain things in a simple manner, that means they have a talent that a lot of people don't have. It's easy for you to use big words or very impressive um, normalizations, which are very boring words. Um, but when you can explain things more simply to a person and they can understand it, that makes you a very talented person and a very per good person that could um, almost, if they wanted to, teach anything. And that's what Sinku has. You, you've had teachers where... You know, one teacher would teach you about math, and you wouldn't understand math, but if you go to English class, the English teacher will be able to teach you about Shakespeare in a way that you could understand. That's what Sinku is. He, was, he has that ability to simplify complicated definitions and plans and give it and take it down and break it down and simplify it for people who might not be as intelligent as him or know as much as him. And that's a very good talent and a very good thing that you notice in a lot of leaders where they can make things simple and they, to the point where people can understand it. So later that evening, Sinku realizes that the Earth's rotation has shifted since the petrification. Chrome shares a piece of the magnetic iron he acquired, which they use which they use the next day to gather iron sand from the river. Then a new character appears in the, um, in the form of a young lady wearing a melon on her head. This character is named Suka, who appears and joins the group in their mission. So, a little bit about Suka. Suka is a young lady who wears a melon on her head. It seems to be half of a melon. Maybe the whole melon was eaten and she just cut off a hat and it was like a little helmet. Now, she is a little kid um, and I can tell, we can tell by her personality, she's very innocent and she just wants to be useful to people. She wants to be able to help. And, you know, Chrome automatically dismisses her and says why she's here, why she's trying to, you know, be in the way. But Sinku, Sinku says that no matter what, as long as she is willing to work for in the name of science, she is useful. And that made her feel wanted. And also a bit, you know, she blushed a little bit when Sinku didn't ask about her melon helmet. You know, she did, he not once said, oh, why do you wear a, hem a melon helmet? Why do, you, why do you wear that? No, he accepted her for who she is. Now, this is a kid who doesn't understand that that doesn't work in the real world. But again, this isn't the world we live in. This is 3,700 years into the future. So all that stuff, all the civilization that we had before is done. It's over. So... Society has no effect on people anymore. So those, I guess you could say, social norms are no longer in play here to where a person might ask, why are you wearing that melon? That's kind of weird. Don't do that. Now it's where, well, I mean, 
we, we, we've seen people who are surrounded in this area still petrified. They have no, uh, they're not, they're standing in, in still forever. You, you've seen weird things and we've done weird things. So we're all weird in our own way. And I think Sinku being a man of science didn't, didn't judge her because he, he saw her as a asset and that's a good thing. That's a heartwarming thing to see that there are a lot of people, including myself, who we just don't see people as, you know, weird. You know, we just think, oh, that's just a person who runs in their own type of tune. So in order to manufacture the iron from the iron sand, the group needs to uh, heat the iron sand um, to a degree, to a to a temperature of 1500 celsius however their current manpower isn't enough to bellow a fire that will that will stay at that temperature now in this corridor that they built out of i believe wood or some strong stone they were using these um accordion like um, man-made um air pumps and they tried to stoke the fire try to keep it going try to make it hotter but they don't have enough people to really get that fire going and get it burning um, they tried to add more wood to it but it just wouldn't get hot it just wouldn't so Senku sits there and is thinking about how can I get this fire how can I get this fire to 1500 celsius and get it hot enough that we can melt this iron. Aiming to recruit villagers to his side, Sinku and Suka investigate. Now, Suka has a special skill. That helmet on her is very useful because she can turn into a melon and be inconspicuous. No one would know it's actually her or a person. They would just think it's a regular melon. So when she goes into the village, she rolls herself into the village and she finds out that one villager says that um, if Sinku and Chrome try to, or Kohaku try to enter the village, well, Kohaku might be welcome in, but if Chrome or Sinku enter the village, um, he would, and they try to hurt people, he's going to take them down. We see another group of people who are eating cooked fish over a fire and this person, there's this one gentleman who's like, I'm so tired of eating the same thing every day. I want something new. I want something more flavorful. And then we see these three girls who are all thinking about who could this mystery man be? Who could this new person be? And they said, you know, one girl says, I want a man who has money and power. And another woman says, I don't care if a man, you know, looks good or has money. I just want him to be a good man. And one woman says, I want a man who can cook for me. And they're all thinking about, you know, that's the man that they want. And they're hoping that this new guy could fit the bill, which Sinku can fit all those things. Um, so um, Suka runs back to uh, Sinku and tells him the information. And they all decide that the best way to kind of get more people on their side is to make a foxtail ramen and now this foxtail ramen when they finally finish it 
it's a bit bland to Senku, but to the rest of them, it's mind-blowing. You know, this is different, it's new, it has a different texture, it has a different aroma. But to Senku, he's pretty much knows how this tastes, because he's already tasted it probably several times over and over again. And he's probably had instant ramen over and over again, so it's nothing new to him. So... Sinku, Chrome, and Suka come set up a shop outside of the village, hoping to secure new allies. And keep in mind when you watch the episode, because in this particular scene, the guy who said he wanted to taste something different is the first one to say, hey, I smell something different, and he goes across the bridge. And then the girl who wants to, who wants somebody to cook food for her goes across the bridge and wants to see what's all the hubbub about. You know, she smells something different. She wants to know. And so you see a lot more villagers going around across the bridge to see, hey, what the heck is going on? Who are these people and what are they offering to us? So I think that um, this episode really showed what Sinku is, who Sinku is. It showed his him as a leader. It showed him that showed us that he's able to plan things out in an organized way and make a pathway or road road map to the end goal. He also can simplify things that are very complicated uh, to people who might not have the same intellect or IQ as him and make them understand. These are good qualities of a leader who's going to lead a civilization. Um, but again, we don't know if the ramen's going to work. Um, it could work. Again, we do. We, as I did mention in the recap, the um, to Sinku, the ramen is bland, and there is no type of seasoning anywhere unless he starts to put leaves and types of things in there, which he would have to find at the last possible minute. So, let's hope in this new episode coming out this week that Sinku is successful and that he can be able to be let into the village and continue his work, um, to making the antibiotic for Ruri and save Kahaku's sister. Um, so thank you guys so much for listening. Um, please email me at, um, at animaganation 493 at gmail.com if you have any questions. Um, also you can, um, follow me on Amino. Amino is an app that has thousands of communities where you can follow, um, thousands of your favorite shows, including Dr. Stone. So I will leave a link in the description for my amino as well as the Dr. Stone community amino for those of you who are interested. Thank you guys so much for listening and I'll see you guys later. Bye-bye.